I'm not even sure where to start. I pick up my phone. I get a notification from Adam, Digital Ticket Service. The new Avengers trailer's out. I quickly swipe that away because I got other things to talk about. I don't know if I should even watch it. This will probably be a Star Wars heavy episode. My thoughts on The Last Jedi. And other ramblings and whatnot. I don't know. I'm going to go by the seat of my pants. What the bet? Episode 4. <laughs> I don't even know what's so funny. Welcome aboard. Well, like I was talking about on the intro, I just noticed the Avengers trailer's out. I believe yesterday, Captain Marvel, the second trailer, came out. And I haven't watched that yet. And I'm probably going to see how long I can hold off on watching the Avengers, because I like to be surprised. And I'm itching to see it, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if I'm ready. I'm ready for the movie. I don't know if I'm ready for the trailer, even though I'm pretty excited, if that makes sense. We could, of course, talk Marvel, comics, and everything. But what I wanted to talk about this week was my feelings on The Last Jedi. Hasn't quite been out a year yet. Came out, of course, last December. Uh, I braved the weather. We had some crap conditions here. The, The roads were just ice, thick sheets of ice. And I usually try to just be patient, but then it was a Thursday night and the reviews were just glowing. So that ate away at me like, I have to see this because I'm I'm a Star Wars, I, I would say nut. I don't know if I'm a fanatic. You know, I grew up with Star Wars and remember having all the toys and stuff and seeing the movies and just being blown away by that. But anyway, I I get to the theater. It's packed. Uh, I managed to get tickets to 10 o'clock showing, so I had to kill like two hours before I could get there and stuff and and everything. But being packed, it was kind of funny because I just walked right in when it was time and, and grabbed a seat. And also sucked too, got one of the smaller theaters to screen it and see. So I was like, oh, oh well, I'm here. I get to see it. Enjoy the moment. So it it rolls. You get the tinglies, you're excited, you, you know, the crawl's happening, everything, it opens up, there's this, you know, Star Wars feeling just grabs you and you're excited. So within a matter of, I don't know, when the first joke cracked, instantly, I was taken out of the film. I'm like, this makes no sense why they're doing that. Don't get me wrong, it was funny, it didn't fit the damn movie. So I think probably 20 minutes I'm sitting there going, why did they do that? Why did Ryan Johnson decide to to make Poe Dameron crack a joke like that to stall time? There's better tactics, in my opinion, to do it. So that that was one, I don't know if it's scathing, but it, it bugged me. It still bugs me to this day, so <laughs> that's why I'm talking about it. Um, I, I'll jump ahead. Watch the whole movie, credits roll, I'm a kid, I'm all giddy, I was happy. And as I'm driving home, it's conflicted emotion of, did I like it or did I not like it? Overall, I think I liked the movie. As a Star Wars movie, I didn't. I I just didn't like the direction it went. 
I didn't like how Luke was handled. I didn't like how Ray was handled. Pretty much I didn't like how anybody was handled. Um I love seeing Chewbacca. I mean, who doesn't? I, I think Chewbacca did great. I I get it that Carrie Fisher passed away and that her arc was gonna keep going and stuff, but I'm not even sure I liked her floating through space. I know you're like, she didn't float, she blah blah blah, la la la, yada yada yada, I, whatever it is. Um, and people get on her for her acting. Whatever. She's she's done a lot with her life, and drugs pretty much took control of her. But that's another subject. I, I don't... <laughs> I could talk about some of my favorite scenes. That could bring some joy to this. <laughs> the throne room battle. Epic. That was just incredible. I loved it. I loved seeing it a second time when I went. And everything. Snook, you know, I'm okay with it. Some people are like, wow, that's a bitch way out of the situation. That's assuming he's dead. I mean, things things can be written, changed, and brought back up. So, who knows? Um... The the jokes, I know I keep going back to it, but those those killed it for me. Let's see 3PO do the jokes. There's your comedian right there. Even R2 can tell better jokes. Leave it to the droids. That's what I think. Even Chewbacca has some good ones here and there. Uh, I, I didn't see Yoda coming back, too. I mean, there's some nostalgia right there and everything, but weird. Some things I'm not grasping and everything. I, I get it. Ryan Johnson wanted to to break the mold, and he certainly fucking broke it. He he did shoot a beautiful movie. It was it was beautiful. My eyes loved it. I hated the part where they're chasing them till they run out of gas. Really, this is Star Wars. We're smarter than that. And Haldo warp speed. That shit was fucking epic, too, okay? I, I know everybody's like, why didn't they do that before? Because nobody thought of it. <laughs> Plain and simple. Nobody thought, I'm going to take this ship and hyperspace it through yours. And when it was quiet, even better. Because, you know, space is pretty silent. <laughs> yeah, beautiful scene. I'm not trying to dog on Ryan Johnson because he has done some great movies. He shot this well. I think the it's the too much freedom and and everything. And J.J. Abrams may have cloned Star Wars when he did The Force Awakens, but damn, I love that movie. I don't care, you know. And people are like, "Well, this is just Empire Strikes Back." I, I, yeah, I guess maybe sort of. Empire Strikes Back was a better movie. This I don't see how. It, it's hard. I guess when you're really passionate about something, it, it's kind of neat seeing people go back and forth because it's still talked about to this day. So it means it hit home to a lot of people, which is great. Good and bad, it, it gets it. And, and I get some people just love the movie and what it did. And that's cool. I'm not dogging on you. It's just my feelings on what I feel on what happened and took place. Do I think J.J. Abrams is going to bring it back around? Of course. I don't see how he couldn't. And I think he'll compliment what Ryan Johnson has done because 
that that would I think that would be the great thing to do. You could probably, you know, fix some things here and there. But who's to say Ryan didn't set things up? They've all talked about this. This was part of the plan to get everybody riled up and shake our feathers a bit or ruffle them, if you will, and, and make us think because he didn't give us a Star Wars movie, but he did. Can we talk about the casino planet? Or how Benicio Del Toro was underused and so on and so forth. No! I, I did like the end too when the kid uses the force to get the broom. I thought that was pretty, pretty cool too. So maybe this won't be a Star Wars rich episode. Cause pretty much I, I'm still torn on what happened with the last Jedi and I think things will probably get healed hopefully in uh, next year's Star Wars which we have to wait for because they don't have another one in between I could talk about Solo I know there's there's some hate for that considering everything that that movie went through and then Ron Howard stepped in I had a good time I don't I don't really have any problems with the movie uh, I thought everybody did a great job they brought something to the plate that, you know, is probably everybody's like, oh, it's Han Solo. Hey, you should do this and do that. You know, everybody has their own vision. I thought it was a really great movie. Fun. I, I want to see it again because I really enjoyed a lot of the scenes. I, and I'm a, I'm a Chewbacca fan right here. So if I get to see Chewbacca, that's great. And I was trying to think of the movie and I can't even think of it. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Dog came to me. Wonder. Chewbacca shows up. <laughs> By the way, it was a, that was a pretty good movie. But I'm like, Chewbacca has a cameo. How awesome is that? Then I look up who's playing Chewbacca, because I'm pretty sure it's either Peter Mayhew or Jonas, and I can't pronounce his last name. But it's not. It's Michael Allen Healy. I've never heard of the guy. If you go to his IMDb page, he's known for wonder. Kind of cool. Get to play Chewbacca. I even like Rogue One better than TLJ. But on a whole, I liked Rogue One. I thought that was a great jump into something Star Wars, but kind of off the beaten path, but on the beaten path if you will. It was neat getting the backstory on that and I thought it was well done and it got to show us another side of Star Wars that typically you don't get to see. I don't watch the cartoons. I don't keep up on all that. I did used to read the comics, but it was normal, the normal Star Wars comics instead of when they started going off in a different direction with Star Wars um, because, well, life, life tosses you things and you end up going different directions and don't keep up on things. So that's, that's where I stand. The Last Jedi might be redeemed. Solo was a great movie. I would love to see two more at least, which would be great to see them together because I bet the next two they could get it right um, because this this just got screwed up. Changing directors, I hate hearing all that, bringing other people in and everything. And, and same like Rogue One, you heard the same issues and everything. And I thought Gareth did an amazing job with it and not having a... a Skywalker rich story even though we get some Skywalker in it. No? Yeah. And Darth Vader showing up. That's still the big talk. Uh, 
Everybody loved that. I smiled. You got to admit, when that Sith Lord shows up, you, you crack a little smile for a little Vader. And Solo? Of course, he's not a Sith Lord anymore, but seeing Maul? That was cool. <laughs> it's just amazing how Star Wars came out when I was seven and how it is a big part of my life in a way that just has so many memories that it's it's cool that we're still getting it and that um, it may not be getting treated right, but I'm pretty happy that Lucas decided to let it keep going and uh, hopefully things get ironed out. They slow things down. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to the TV shows they're talking about coming. Those look like they're going to have money thrown at them to be done right and looks like they're bringing aboard some great people to do some great things with it. I mean, John Favreau doing the Mandalorian series, that should turn out really good. He he should... I, I don't see him failing unless powers at B step in and be like, John, we need you to do this, this, this. Come on. He took Iron Man, put Marvel pretty heavy on the map, and it just what, 11 years now we have of Marvel movies? But just saying, I think, John, Star Wars is in good hands. And jumping around like the movies do. Prequel, not a prequel. I'm okay with the prequels. I can live with them. Jar Jar didn't get on my nerves as much as he did other people. But I get that, you know, I get it. He's no, he's no 3PO. Again, what am I saying? Leave the comedy to the droids. Because really, the prequels, you got Maul, Ray Park, amazing martial artist. Granted, he's not the voice, but still, he embodies the spirit that we see of Darth Maul. Ewan McGregor, come on. I, when I heard he was cast as Obi-Wan, <laughs> Obi-Wan, whatever, laugh at me. I thought they couldn't have made a better choice. Liam Neeson, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> He begged Lucas, from my understanding, that he should be in the movie, that he should be an older Jedi, and, and they were like, well, you're too old, and he's like, but I can do it, blah, 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 and then, poof, there we go, Liam. And then Samuel Jackson, how does that even happen? And then he says, I'd like to have my own lightsaber color, because he's Samuel fucking Jackson is why. I'm surprised Liam didn't get his own color. Yeah, I can. I'm cool with the prequels. I'm probably good on talking Star Wars now. We can move on to something different. But I, I'd like to hear your thoughts. It's always cool to hear what other people are thinking and how they feel about it and stuff. You know, Luke drinking green milk. Come on, please. No. No, that was dumb. Oh, wait, we're not getting into that. Or the part where he'd attack, like, his own nephew? I. But. Yeah, there's arguments on all that. Ah, oh, Kylo. I love your tantrums and I love your lightsaber. That thing is pretty badass. So hopefully we get more, you know, Ray kylo battles. But I think it's going to be them against each other more than fighting side by side. But who knows? Who knows? So yeah, curious on your thoughts and what you feel about it. And, you know, did it hit home? Did you leave the theater going, the fuck did I just watch? What just happened? Because I think it's good in ways that we have movies that do that to us and and 
just turned things upside down. And, you know, of course it hurts when it's something that's loved by many and the nostalgia's kind of stomped on a little bit. So I don't know if Ryan Johnson's going to get the other three movies. They might have pulled him out and done something, but I would be curious to see what he could do with the Star Wars universe because I think he could do something pretty fabulous. Just don't, you know, monkey with the Skywalker stories. <laughs> That's my thought. Well, let's jump into what I've been watching lately. I just finished the third season of The Path. That's a done deal. The show's been canceled. It's on Hulu. It stars Aaron Paul and Michelle Monaghan. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Of course, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, Jesse Pinkman, and uh, Michelle has been in, oh, is it three Mission Impossibles? I know she's done some other stuff too, but um, just probably places you recognize them. Of course, they've both done a whole bunch of other stuff too. Anyway, it was an all right show. I had trouble with the first season. The second season started doing better, and then the third season really seemed to get some traction. And then it had some closure, which I like that. I don't like when things are like, hey, we're canceled, let's rush it, boom, done. You don't really get, you know, answers. Because sometimes you're you're left wondering, gosh, how did their life turn out? What happened? And other times you probably don't care. But it's like... I don't want to say religious, even though it's a religious show. It's more about a cult and what's happening and the how they survive and growth and everything. I don't even know if that describes it well. <laughs> it helps if you're awake when you're talking about stuff. What you want to know. Would I recommend it? Certainly. If you can get through the first season and get through to the third, you're you're good to go. It's often hard to find a show that doesn't start off strongly and then finishes strongly. I would say this is one of them. It would have been kind of neat to see where they would have gone with it, but overall, well done. They did some pretty cool stuff with it. Uh, as far as camera work, which I found interesting, is uh, the director, Mike Cahill, he wanted to give a distinct style to shooting, so he only used natural light and three cameras to create a spiritual feel of the movie, which I I thought there was a bigger production team and everything and how it was shot, but yeah, you couldn't tell, and it, it gave it a good feel. I thought it was shot well. Oh, another interesting fact. Michelle and Aaron, they played brother and sister in Mission Impossible 3, so a little bit of trivia for you. And yeah, still watching Survivor. This season isn't over yet, and it just keeps getting better and better, and of course, you know, I'm hoping for... I don't want to say who I'm hoping for because I don't want to jinx it, but I, I have a couple picked out that I'd like to win. And then uh, I've never really watched any of the old seasons, so my wife and I started up uh, season 12, and uh, it's kind of cool to see how far the show has come in 11 years and the different things they've done uh, and some things that they've taken out that we didn't really care for. Sometimes I I, I don't want them to walk along and remember the other players, which is kind of neat, I guess, but takes me out of the game. Uh, and uh, I'm okay with the family showing up because that can give, you know, set you off balance, whatnot. 
and uh, also help with strategy. So I think it's kind of cool because really it's all, you know, creative editing and kind of seeing what people do. But yeah, this season, though, man, I I would say, and I haven't seen them all, this has got to be the best. And uh, I I do like seeing Jeff Probst and uh, the rest of the people interact. Um, he's, He's pretty funny. Seems like a really cool guy. What's in my cup today? Ah, today's a cold brew. It's by Stoke Coffee. S-T-O-K. Really good. This time, though, I went with straight up black. They've got a couple different flavors. Uh, There's a not-so-sweet and, I believe, a mocha. But you could go check it out yourself. I'll post the website so you can check them out. They make a really good cold brew. I'd go with the big 48-ouncer. That's your best bang for your buck. The little glass bottles, man, it's it's almost double the price. <laughs> I'm like a salesman here, right? Go get this. Try it. I I really like it. I found it at uh, a couple places around here. I don't want to name names. They don't pay me. Stoke doesn't even pay me. It's just damn good coffee. And if you like a cold brew, grab it. S-T-O-K. Stoke. Where's their website on this thing? Most people, you know... Just put it right up there so you could see it. You'd think it'd be, oh, look at that. Plain and simple. StokeCoffee.com. Again, I'll link you up in the notes. Good flavor. Mm. Oh, I won't leave you hanging. I flipped back through my little discography and thought, who could I recommend? What's something that really just grabs you? familiar rhino bucket i first heard him on the wayne's world soundtrack and was like i thought bon scott had passed away and this dude sounds like bon scott granted it's his own voice but i don't sometimes i wonder if you're like man you sound like bon scott if that's i i would be flattered some people call me dana carvey flattered i don't think i sound like him beside the point george Delivo, I think is how you say his name. He's lead vocals and also rhythm guitar. They started up in 1988. Like I said, I didn't hear of them until on the Wayne's World soundtrack. And uh, pretty much when I put it in and didn't tell anybody who it was, they're like, is that some old ACDC I didn't know about? No. It's Rhino Bucket. Even cooler. They're still putting out music. Last album came out in 2017. The last real rock and roll. Uh, first album released in 1990, self-titled debut, Rhino Bucket. And uh, they just kept going there, 92, 94, so on and so forth. And they tour quite a bit. And check this out. <laughs> Simon Wright. Oh, didn't he drum for ACDC? Of course. So I just thought the connection was cool. Their band, well, we're checking out. Rhino Bucket. I'll link you in the show notes. If you like some just straight up punch you in the face, lose a few teeth, rock and roll, this would be them. You didn't think it could last forever, did you? Things don't last forever, silly. That concludes episode four, What the Pat. Thanks again for sitting along for the ride and uh, enjoying what I got to say. Obviously, enjoy it, you wouldn't be listening, right? Isn't that how it works? I don't know. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on Star Wars, what you think, where it's going, or if you just don't give a damn, because there are people like that. 
and I don't care if you like it or not. Well, I mean, I care, but I think it's cool. I'm not going to be like, you should watch Star Wars. It's the gift of movie. That's why we all think for ourselves. Got any coffee beverages you like? Let me know on that, too. As always, I appreciate you listening. Heck, what platform are you listening on? What apps do you like to use and listen to your podcast? Curious about that, too. Anyway, I'm out of here. Got a foot and a half of snow. It's time to clear it. And just a little pointer. It's been 24 hours since the Avengers trailer has been up. And Captain Marvel, I think, is going on two days, and I still haven't watched them. Who knows? Maybe by the episode five, you'll be like, you watched them, didn't you? I'm out. I'm done. Ring the towel out. It's over.